Audio Jungle. everyone, this is Georgiana and you're listening to the Insight Podcast where people from various companies share their insights into what it's like to be a tech talent manager, a recruiter or an employer, employer branding manager. And today I'm discussing with Hang Wu Ti Tu, who is now a career coach but who also has experience in HR and talent acquisition management. Hello Hang, good to have you here today. Hey, Georgiana. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you first to tell us a few words about the company you currently work for, Ironhack. So Ironhack is uh, a bootcamp that is actually existing in different campuses globally. Um, but since 2013, what Ironhack is really trying to do is to give people from different backgrounds, different whatever circumstances, um, the opportunity to transition into tech. So people who decide to invest in Ironhack and do this bootcamp for about two months, or if they do part-time for about six months, um, they can either go into web development, UX UI design, data analytics, or cybersecurity from next year on. Cool. Wow. That's very impressive. And what is it like for you to go to um, full-time help mode, if I can say so, meaning to, um, to have this transition from acquiring talent to nurturing and coaching talent? What triggered the change? And actually, what triggered you to, to take a sabbatical for this? Mm, yeah, um, I asked myself this question as well <laughs> when I was doing um, this transition and the sabbatical. And I think this this helping people, I think, was always a part of whatever I did because I had a career transition from hospitality to HR and then to tech recruitment and now into career coaching. And I think what always was in the focus was people and helping or enabling them to do what they wanted to do um, and I think it's always kind of been there so I think there was not that big of a transition there in terms of focus um, but moving from talent acquisition to, to career coaching I think was a step that I have been wanting to do I think I, I moved countries so I think I definitely wanted to find a very people-related uh, role where I can support people, which was tech recruitment. And then after some time, I realized I wanted to be part of the management, talent management side and really seeing people grow, really seeing people achieve what they want to achieve. And I was just practically looking for this opportunity, which I now found at Iron Hack as a career coach. Um, but the sabbatical that I did, uh, which, by the way, was during lockdown, the first one, <laughs> I think was a very good breather for me to just recenter myself, as in feeling grounded about what is it that I really want to do moving mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. What are the things I need to do first so I can do what I want to do, which is why I started doing a coaching diploma with NMS. And um, I think the sabbatical really allowed me to take a step back, look at what's ahead of me, look at what's behind me and decide which path to take. Um, and I think it was the best thing I could do. Um, I didn't have a break in such a long time, so that was definitely a very good experience, which I recommend to anyone. I think for, for you, it really came quite naturally. And I also know that a lot of people did many sorts of things during the lockdown. I improved on my, my German skills, my German speaking yeah. skills. I uh, restarted to, to cycle, which I hadn't done in, in 10 years. 
and uh, now I love doing it all over Berlin. And, you know, everyone was having these cooking classes everywhere or knitting classes or, you know, trying to make the best of, of the free time in, uh, in, in the lockdown. But to actually have a career change afterwards, I find that really, really impressive, honestly. I think it's, yeah. it's something yeah. Uh, unique. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it's not just probably me, but COVID definitely, obviously, is, is a horrible thing to happen. But I think it also had, I guess, positive consequences mm -hmm, in, for sure. in, in, in the meaning of people had to become more creative about uh, how to spend their free time, or people yep. had to become more creative about how to keep their mental uh, health whilst not being able yep. to go outside as much. Um, and at the same time, the career transition aspect, I guess, is more about uh, people um, who have been impacted by COVID. And I guess being in tech, I can say that it's, it's quite lucky to be in tech, right? Um, because it's a digital space where you could work from anywhere. Um, but I think this is where I really wanted to think about how can I help other people who have been impacted in a more severe way, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. being in tech. Um, and therefore, I think this coaching topic as you say, maybe, was already there, but I just hadn't realized before that. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes it, it just happens like that. To some people, yeah. you're very fortunate, I think. And um, you've only worked as a coach since August, but in this, in this short time, is there something that really left its mark on you, something that really was significant to you, personally mm -hmm. or professionally? Mm -hmm. um, I think personally whilst I was doing this um, coaching diploma, and I'm still doing it, it's, it's about six months long, I realized that there are a lot of topics that come up that allow us to, to obviously coach other people. But I think doing a coaching diploma primarily was a very positive experience for myself personally. Mm -hmm. There are certain topics that I really explored in more depth, which is, for example, presence, which is yes. a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. To, to know, to understand. And I think being more present is not just something that allows me to enjoy things more, but also to really get to what is actually triggering the other person and giving them the space to really explore it without giving them any answers mm -hmm. and seeing mm -hmm. how they actually discovered their own answers, which is more empowering than if I gave it to them. Absolutely. So I think that was being present and then just understanding how to create the space to be present is something that was a very big moment for me. And professionally, I think at Ironhack we work uh, with a lot of different people. Um, people who have been in tech as well as people who are very new to tech, mm -hmm. people who are uh, have work experience and people who do not have work experience. Um, so there's a lot of diversity there and a lot of reasons for, um, you know, why are they doing this? What triggered them to do, you know, to change careers? What are their insecurities or anxieties? So there's a lot of different topics to keep in mind whilst we're coaching them. Um, but the outcome is still the same as, you know, to enable them to get to their first tech job. And I think just being mindful of all these different people, personalities, mm -hmm. reasons and backgrounds is something that I personally um, find a very exciting challenge. Um, and as a coach, I think definitely something that I can, I see a lot of growth opportunities there. Okay. 
Well, you know, my podcast is usually about employer branding and um, HR, but also learning and development because, you know, learning should should be a big part of, someone, of someone's career progress. And yet, why are so few companies looking into career development and learning programs for their employees? Mm. Why do you think that happens? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I think um, based on what I've observed so far, I think I was quite lucky, I guess. In my first HR job, I was literally in charge of training at workshops. So I was a dedicated person to look after training, mm -hmm. learning development, as well as professional development plans for um, the hospitality business back then. But when I got to Berlin, I realized that there's a lot of things that um, are expected from an HR person. So when it comes to onboarding, um, going to employee retention, engagement, and obviously training sure. and mm -hmm. development is also an aspect that comes uh, becomes important in that cycle. I think maybe I was lucky. I've been working in companies where learning and development was quite important and always a priority. So mm -hmm. my last company was Hey Jobs, um, which had a very cool development plan where expectations were very clear. We had workshops for leadership trainings. And um, I think, you know, as any other tech startup product, we had an educational budget which we could use or overuse if it was special and very relevant to our role. Um, but I think um, I would love to see more companies taking this seriously. And um, I think there's one company that I think has maybe materialized this topic a bit more, which is called CoachHub. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. CoachHub is actually working with businesses to provide coaching to their employees. Um, and I nice. think this is something that um, um, I'm observing personally. I'm very personally invested and interested in this company. Um, but I think maybe it's a budget topic. For other companies could be mm -hmm. um maybe also it depends on the stage that the company is at because i know that when companies are growing fast they usually try to focus on recruiting more experienced people who may not be in as much need apparently which i believe is wrong yeah because um, <laughs> learning to be uh, a good manager is important as well um, and I think there's probably a lot of different components that go into that but I was quite fortunate so far Is it maybe also because employees very rarely initiate the conversation of personal or professional development? What has been your experience so far in the companies you work for? Mm, that's a very good question um, I think we, the expectations usually were pretty clear. So I think we were quite clear on what we can ask for in terms of, you know, you've got the budget of X amount of euros, you can use it for this, um, as well as having a training calendar, for example, where you can just sign up if it's a topic that's of interest to you. So we usually had pretty good setup to actually get training and development opportunities. Mm -hmm. And if there was something that, say, um, that was not offered and that was of interest, I think sometimes it also depends on, I guess, how comfortable do you feel speaking about this topic and asking about this um, from your manager, maybe, um, or from your HR person. Um, but generally, I think the experience that I have made is we have always asked for a lot of feedback. Um, and from this feedback, usually there were already topics that came up. Hey, we would like to do a training in this topic, or we feel that we need a team building event. So this is something that usually has been quite um, uh, in the focus. 
Okay. Um, just to to touch on this topic before we we sum up our call, tell me a bit about what a coaching session consists of, and what does it focus on: career or personal development? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I do both. <laughs> okay. So I do career coaching at Ironhack and I also do personal coaching in my private time. I'm doing pro bono sessions, so I'm doing it for free. Um, but I think when it comes to professional coaching, I think it's always very important to, or actually, regardless of professional or personal coaching, it's always important to set an outcome of the session. So you mm -hmm. really make True. it. I remember that while doing my, yes. my sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's very client-led. So whoever is getting coached usually has to come with a topic that they would like to address in this session. And also uh, what a good coaching session usually consists of is really defining what does this person want to go out of? Like, what do they want to have at Absolutely. the end of the session? Mm -hmm. Do they want to mm -hmm. have a plan? Do they want to have a brainstorm mapping? Whatever they need um, so that they can get closer to what they want to achieve. Um, and then during the session, what happens is as a coach, and there are different types of coaching, obviously, um, we don't give answers, right? So True. we believe that... That's what the good coach should exactly. not do, at least. <laughs> exactly, because we, we really truly believe, and I've made quite a few experiences already, that the client is whole, they're resourceful, they're creative, mm -hmm. they already mm -hmm. have it. They just have to discover it through nudging, through good questions, uh, through presence. And uh, usually uh, what's really beautiful to see is by the end of the session, the client has been in flow. They just talked about what came up for them. And yes. the other thing that the coach did is maybe asking questions, mm -hmm. maybe not asking any questions and just listening. Yes, and being present. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and by the end of that session, usually the client comes up with what they wanted to get out of the session. So um, I think what's here important is really to ask again, what were some of the key takeaways for the client so that the client can kind of reflect on that and just kind of bring it up again so that they can act on it after the session. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's usually quite um, essential. And what we also like to do is just to send a written follow up so that the client just has a bit of a summary of what happened in the mm -hmm. session. Okay, so that basically makes the um, the effort of the session complete, so to say. You don't just end after the uh, the discussion in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't know um, if you have yet, but I would definitely recommend at least one coaching session. Um, when you are coached, uh, it can happen that you are so in flow that you just talk and talk and talk. But by the end of the session, you know that you feel better and you feel good, you feel empowered, but you just don't remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, and how to act on it, of course. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Hank, thank you so much for talking to us today. I think our time has, um, has run up. I um, I hope to to talk to you soon, and uh, I hope everyone will will get a useful understanding of what coaching is and what um, what it can do for them professionally or personally. And everyone, subscribe to our podcast, to our channel on Spotify, and talk to you soon. Bye, Hang. Bye, Jordana.